gonna fucking deal with it because this is 2020 <laughs> and that's what we do here all right i'm bringing i'm making america great again <laughs> bringing it back to the roots <laughs> what a mess oh my god <laughs> nothing <Yeah>. really stan <laughs> yeah nothing <laughs> uh, inside jokes <laughs> i wish yeah, i was part yeah. of one of those <laughs> yeah All right, it's that time. Day we've been waiting the for. The best uh, best end of the year list you have. Into the combines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we should re- either The only one that. that matters. There you go. The <laughs> only one that matters. The only list that matters. Into the combines. Three hosts. End of the year list. <laughs> if there's any consolation for how stupid we sound, we're all sick right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, all three yeah, of us. All three of us. I don't even live in the same state as these assholes, and I still got sick. <laughs> How does that work out? Uh, which, it's all right. Was, for this episode, I've been looking forward to it for too long, so we yeah. couldn't cancel it. Yeah, no way. And we don't really need to be on our A game for this episode. No. We'll let the music do the talking. Exactly. Uh, obviously. Exactly. It's that time of the year, end of the year list. Was it hard to make your guys' lists? Uh, mm. I guess opening thoughts about the year. I thought it was uh, not that great of a year, honestly. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of releases I liked, a lot of good albums, but like nothing. Like I was thinking back on it today. Like, is there going to be a lot that are going to stick over the years? I don't know. Mm, okay. Okay. Only time will tell. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of stuff I'm, a lot of stuff I'm enjoying right now, but I'm just thinking long term. I kind of agree with you. I mean, it was a front loaded year. I kind of feel like we had a lot of shit through Ooh. summer, and then, I don't know, it, it didn't necessarily just completely dip off. There was some shit sprinkled in here and there, but yeah, I don't I don't know. It just wasn't a strong year all the way through, I guess with I'm the exception the of a couple of releases. I guess, I don't know, I thought it was pretty strong. Was it the best year of all years? I don't, I don't know, but I got it. I'm looking at my list right now. It was a good amount that I would probably be listening to down the line. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I don't. I don't agree with what Stan said about the stuff later on. But it wasn't that it wasn't a good year. I guess I just feel like I had my list cemented a little bit, you know, earlier yeah. than I have had it in most years. I, I guess did that's too. why. Yeah. So you, you know, like I almost feel like I was listening to shit to try to dethrone stuff that I had, you know, in my top twenty. Yeah. And nothing was able to creep into that, and then I was just, you know, reshuffling the shit that I already had since. Yeah, uh, August, whatever. So I, I feel like uh, this was probably I wouldn't say the my, my most diverse year because the last couple of years was just dirty death, you know. Right. So this one actually expanded, and I actually tried to. This is probably my most uh, I did work on. I actually tried to find wow. the most stuff, you know. I tried to check out everything. But was that because you did that throughout the year, or was that just for your list? No, most in part, I was like, just from the start of the year, I was like, you know what? I always say I'm going to like do good this year, and I just never do. I always wait till the end, and you know, I like what I like. But this year, I actually was like, you yeah, know, I'm going to go all in. I'm proud of you, Stan. Yeah, 
fucking four how, how long have we been doing this and the first time you <laughs> gave a shit about the episode that's but it's good. still my list that's what i like <laughs> i would probably say I, I might have the most boring list i think okay looking at it it's probably like just you know if you know me this is my list you yeah. know well, that's how i feel about my list though no but surprises I think nothing like that that's why they're our list though man yeah like, exactly yeah yeah i know there was a couple that crept into mine later in the year that like like shoddy was saying like that dethroned a few of them but there's a lot that have been that I've had, yeah, written down for most of the year. But it was tough. To, there was a like between the honorable mentions, you know, like the, the the between 15 and 20, and like the top or 10 to 15. That was where those were tricky for me. Like which ones are getting in, which one are getting out. Like the top seven, those are pretty cemented in there. Yeah, yeah, for I completely agree with you. Yeah, the top but. top seven are cemented, and it was as I'll say as we're. You know, divulging through the list, it's kind of a crapshoot shit show with, you know, how the top seven are ordered depending on how I feel. Yeah. But one, two, mm-hmm. and three are, for the most part, you know. Yeah. Ben, they're one, there two, for three. reasons. Yeah. 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 Who wants and to I'll start say, it? Yeah. Well, we're real quick, though, I just want to emphasize talent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I, right. I, I, I. Yeah. So, okay. Wait, wait, yeah, wait. Yeah. What was the text the other day? It was my number one is fucked. It's all about talent or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that uh, means. <laughs> uh, uh, nobody does. <laughs> I was like really trying to figure out like what, what? is that one? I, I can't, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll wait, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. No, uh, no bre- I don't have a breakdown for this one. Obviously, we know what the hell we're doing. The only thing is uh, we got some interviews lined up. So, oh, wait, wow. wait, so let, let's try to break it down for them. We're going to try to do like 15 to about, I don't know, nine-ish, eight-ish maybe. And then throw an interview in for you guys. Part two, we'll go from wherever we leave off to number one and then talk about the honorable mentions. Plus another interview, yep. There we go. And then I was just going to ask you. So then another interview. How so. many how many podcasts out there are putting interviews after the end of the year list? No one. Yeah, I mean, this is why us. you need to get over. Yeah, just us. We treat you guys right. Yeah. Quality so product right here. So if you don't give a shit about the list, you still got something to listen to at the end. So That's there you true. go. This one's got, we've got Carl Sanders from Nile. Oh, damn. <laughs> Hell See, yeah. I don't give a shit about the list. I'm just going to go to the end and listen to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Later. All right. Let's just dive in. Yeah. yeah. All right. Shoddy. Number 15. Stan. Starting it. You You're up to bat. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Okay. I guess I'm starting this year off. Yep. This is my uh, weird pick of the year. Okay. Just let it listen to it. You guys might not like it. I don't know if anyone oh, will like it. Listen, I just liked we have it. To listen to this.
Huh. Yeah, what? What is, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> huh. Huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I said, my weird pick of the year. You weren't kidding yeah. about uh, checking out some weird. folk metal this year. <laughs> yes, that's straight up German folk metal. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say uh, this. I didn't, I mean, I'm, I'm never going to hit play on that again, but I mean, I <laughs> <laughs> But but I was banging my head a little bit. So I mean, okay, it was cool, right? I wouldn't turn it off. Like if you were playing it, yeah, yeah, it was okay. If you're okay, if you want that at all, I get why you don't. Like I totally get it. Uh, it's called okay. First of all, it's called Finterforst. Okay, Finsterforst. Sorry, it's German folk metal, but it's just like yeah, it's just it's a fun, just a fun listen. If you want that, like over the top, like just way too much folky, like. <laughs> You know, but there's actually some really cool riffs and stuff and cool drumming throughout the whole thing. It's just, it's done well. Yeah. It's yeah. your list. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like it? <laughs> I mean, it, I like I said, I was with Jason. I was banging the head. I mean, in the beginning when it was a little too beautiful, I was like, what the fuck is this stand? Right. But then they started getting into more and more. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm digging this. But yeah, I don't. Duh. See, it kind of, not, not the same style, but it had like the, it reminded me of like the what i love about like rotting christ you know mm. they just oh, yeah. over the you know almost tribal like yeah. folky stuff so that's why i liked it and you know just a good album where the hell did you find that one uh just looking at like what was coming out through a month and just checking out shit and, you know yeah okay all right. never heard anything about it so yeah 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 all right well jason what do you have for us all right uh this one was like i said number 15 this i was like I've been going back and forth. Really, it was a tie, like 15 and 16. I feel like they could have been swapped every other day. I kept play, playing them, playing them, playing them. Like, which one's going to make it? But I ended up with Baroness, Golden Gray. Or, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, it was an honorable mention. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't listen to it maybe as much as I should have to throw it onto the list. But, I mean, I remember liking it. Yeah. I listened to it. I it's That's the thing. I li- I've listened to it a lot. And so, I don't know. I know like a lot of people were bitching about the production and stuff. Stan, have you listened to it? I have not. Oh, not at all? I okay. did, not my thing, though. Not my thing. S- yeah. See, fuck the production that people were talking about. I just couldn't get into the mood to listen to that kind oh, really? of music. That was my issue. I had nothing against the production. I listened to it when it first came out a couple times through and really liked it. It's just when we got time to do the list and shit... It'd been a while since I'd listened to it again. I tried listening to it and I just couldn't, I wasn't yeah. in the mood. It was so. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I mean, because it's not the heaviest album, you know what I mean? It's probably it, closer it, to rock than metal, really, you know? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but still, like that, it was one of those go tos. Like I said, it's been a fucked up year, being sick half the year. So I, I did listen to a lot of stuff that maybe wasn't as heavy as my normal listening habits, you know? And this one fit in there like quite a bit. It's just like. I, I get it. I, I, when I first we got the promo, I remember thinking to myself, like, is the promo production not good? You know, I remember thinking that. So I get the complaints. But I think it, after listening to it enough, I was just, I, I didn't care anymore. Or maybe we listened to enough, you know, fucked up production stuff that it didn't matter. But it's like the songs are so good. Mm-hmm. They're so good that it's like, dude, it doesn't matter. This could have been, this could have been recorded by fucking Burzum and it would still like sound <laughs> like good as shit. Like, see, I don't know what you guys are talking about with the production. Maybe that is just because my ears are like tuned a little bit more to black metal now. Yeah. So everything. Actually, Stan, why don't you check the clip out? See what you think. Yeah, of this I one. Do, yeah.
Yeah, I mean, okay. I don't hear it. I don't hear it. I mean, it so obviously the guitar's me. really good, you know. Yeah, but I, yeah, I get what the product. It sounds a little weak. Right. I, I. Yeah. It's on the raw. I think they were going. They were going for like a raw or product, more natural raw production. And I, I get that, but like it just also comes off a little just weak. You I, know? Like, I like it. I like it. I really? know. I, it grew yeah. on me. I mean, if you listen, if you compare it to like the one before, because Shadi, I know you were into that one, Purple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that one's very nicely produced. It is, but I don't hear anything wrong with what I just listened to. I'm glad, because yeah, I, it's, been, <laughs> it's like been the one thing everybody's been talking about. Like I can't get into it because the production, but it's like, dude, the songs are nah. just so fucking good. Come on. No, nah, see, that was never my issue yes. at all. It's so like they're like. It's anthemic. It's like, it's just, it's one of those it, albums. Like, it's just, it's, I don't know. I, I, it, how do I want to say it? They're not, he's not forcing anything. It all sounds just like really fucking from the heart, you know? Like, yep, these songs yeah. are from the heart. Like, he's just writing what he's writing. It's a natural evolution. You know, it's what you'd expect from them. They're always changing. But yeah, I don't know. I, I really love the album. I mean, I don't know if it's my favorite Baroness album, but it's just every album they put out, it's like, a, I like that band more. So, it even could have been higher up, really. It's just, like, as the years went on, I've been putting on more and more and more. So I know it's been a divisive one. Like, some people, it's, like, not at all, or some people are putting it as, like, you know, top three. So, yeah, I fucking mm-hmm. love it. You want to tell us your number 16 that was, uh, or do you want to see yeah, it? Yeah, I could. I could just, I might as well just say it right now. I mean, it's that, it's that Idle Hands album that I brought in a while back. Okay. Uh, okay. It was okay. another yeah. one, you know what I mean? Not full, like, heavy. It's, like, you know, it was a lighter one. So both of those were kind of, took a similar place in the list, you know? Um, so but, I actually did check that one out because I actually loved the clip you brought that one day. I was okay. like, "Oh, this is actually pretty badass," and I tried to get in that album, but I could not at all. Oh my god, <laughs> I hated it. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I hated it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the clip was so badass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I know how to make a good clip. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, that I I do really really love that album too. Like I said, I. Every every day I've been making like thinking about the list I've been like I had Idle Hands then I had Baroness then I had Idle Hands so it's it's real close but that was my 16 I I still think it's a great fucking album if you haven't heard it yet you know it's a it's their debut one and it's fresh and I obviously yeah not it's not for everybody it's that 80s classic heavy metal mixed with gothic you know yeah influences but we're definitely worth checking out if you haven't heard it yet but so what what do you have Shadi? Oh uh, so my 15 15th pick is a uh pick that shouldn't be unfamiliar to you guys and it may be a surprise of where it's at on the list um i don't have a clip just because i feel like you two have listened to it enough and so have the listeners it's uh to bathe from the throat of cowardice and it's by vitriol hell yeah mm. yeah the only reason why it's 15 is because they released you know an ep the year before that had like four songs on it mm-hmm. And those four songs were on this album. Right, right. And yeah, so that's just, you know what I'm saying? It was just a little, you know, half 2018, half 2019. Um, I mean, had it have not been for that, it would have been a lot higher because it is an, an amazing album. Um, especially, you know, a three-piece, their debut, the raw energy. Yeah. And talent that is there when they're playing. Uh, the fucking solos are ridiculous. And again, it, for, for it being a three-piece, it sounds like there's at least three guitarists up there. So, yeah, I don't know. They're fucked up. But yeah, just for that reason, that's why, you know, they sit at 15. Yeah, that's a good fucking pick.
Um, that's my fucking uh, 14. <laughs> oh, okay. Awesome. Well, I guess we'll just go right I, into... I don't know if I should say it or not, but... Well, well, hold on one, one second. Let's we'll go into pick or Stan. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm you taking... can go. It's fine. No, you, you can say it, though. You can say it for me. Oh, number 14. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's just... I didn't know I wanted like a death metal album like this. Like we've been so wrapped up in the dirty shit and the old school stuff. Like this is not that, you know, it's fucking. It's fresh. It's fresh, dude. We haven't had this kind of stuff. I mean, there's bands that do a lot of the modern death metal, but not like this. I know it's kind of a little bit different, but it's almost like they were our like 2019 version of like the, the Code Orange album that we had. It was just so different and everybody was like, what the fuck is this? And it kind of smacked you in the face and it was, it was you know, a breath of fresh air it's in the genre that air, we were yeah. so familiar with. I don't, yeah. I don't want it to sound like, like I said, I love all the dirty stuff. Like I've got a lot of that on the list still, you know, it's just, there's, there's so I, much of it, you know, so mm-hmm. this is it's, what you want to, they, you know, they yeah. set themselves apart from the pack, you know, I mean. Yeah, clean death metal is uh, very refreshing right now. Yeah, but it's like the intensity on it, like yeah, oh, yeah. Oh my god, like that Kyle, like the songwriter in it, like the mm-hmm. fucking passion and emotion. Like you don't usually, you know, there's so much death metal you check out, and I mean, it might be played in a similar style. It's like this is really good, but like to listen to this and hear like you start questioning, like what's wrong with this guy? Like, <laughs> like well, you know it's, what I mean? It's, it's it's the emotion that he conveys that translates to the instrument. Exactly. So like, it's not only the face, but it's the solos and how well everything connects and the music that he's making. Yeah. It's just, it's, it makes him, I mean, I don't, to me, he's very fucked in terms of like his <laughs> skill set on the guitar. I'm not saying it like in the mindset, but the shit that he can make the guitar do that doesn't sound like a normal noise that comes out of a guitar because of the pitch harmonics and the yeah. squeals and the bends that he's doing in the middle of his solos and his shreds are fucking amazing. I mean, it sounds like shit that would be pre recorded on like some sort of a beat machine or something in the background. So yeah. it just speaks to the level of how good he is at playing his instrument. Yeah. So I guess that's what I was saying with fucked because like I look at him and I'm like, that shouldn't be coming out of a guitar no. sometimes, but or if it does, it should be there should be two guitars doing that, not just one. And he's up there just fucking around so it's not it's, a lot yeah, of that it, in death metal where you like see like someone's emotion going like through their guitar like that's shit like whatever mm-hmm. Jimi hendrix or something you know what i mean like yeah you're yeah that's, stuff, but like that's old school dime yeah. and all those motherfuckers from the past who yeah had soul when they played and yeah. that's exactly what he has when he picks up his instrument certain guitar players do it and like that's yeah. what i love about that man i wish i could have seen him live i know you saw him live oh uh, like, dude it, so awesome. he's hits he, he was fucked up uh, i mean yeah he took the shirt off i mean he's fucking shredding the facial yeah. expressions i mean yeah, he was it was an awesome show yeah he's very good musicians yeah i don't know i've heard some people say it's a little too intense for them and i get that but i think if you spend some time on it i mean you'll start picking out i mean it's intense but there's songs there's <laughs> a little the too intense <laughs> I, I, was, I was gonna say what the show or the music because the show you never been to i mean the, the show no, the that, music. i mean okay i feel yeah. Yeah. I don't feel, but I mean, I understand. Yeah, I, I, guess. I don't compute, but. <laughs> yeah, I don't. There you go. Oh my God. I'm going to start saying that I don't compute. That's so good. Why didn't I think of that? Uh, yeah. Give it another chance because, I mean, there's chaos yeah. there, but it's like, you know. It's ordered as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. 1514. <laughs> All right. Stan. All right. Uh, nothing uh, Nothing new here. Uh, the Monomarth. Oh, really? Berserker. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot about that album, actually. Yeah, I, I feel like I kind of did too, but then like, you know, a couple months ago, I was like, oh, I can't I can't let this off the list. I mean, it's, yeah. I seriously love this album. I'm glad one of us put it on. Because like, no, I... John's Viking, I just was not. 
not feeling that. And this one was just like, oh, I was like, oh, yes, yeah. thank so God. Weird. I'm like, I'm like the opposite with it. Yeah. yeah. I need to go I need to go back, though. Now you're making me want to go back if you got it on your list. Uh, I mean, you can play a clip if you want. Yeah. What, what clip <laughs> did you play for us? Uh, crack the Sky. Oh, okay. I don't want to listen to that one. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I forgot how like, like it's, anthemic. Yeah, <laughs> like, like stadium ready. Like that shit is big. That's what I mean. Like just listening to the last couple months again, I was like, oh, dude, this was so good. That brings me back to the fucking that Slayer show, seeing them on the yeah. lawn when they played that. Like, yeah, it is good. I don't know. I probably just need to give it another shot. I never I just not like them. It. It's just it's, exactly. I just never not like them either. It just there's I don't it's know nothing special, but this one's just it's just another good album by a good fucking band. Yeah, you know. Yeah, does it beat out some of their other albums for you, or is it just like? Well, just... I mean, like, oh no, I mean, okay. no, but it's probably like four or five, mm-hmm. I would say, you mm-hmm. know. But there's okay. yeah, yeah. I think that's what my problem was with it. Was like I just I like some of their other ones so much more than that one. This is one of those ones. It'll be interesting to see where it falls with time, you know, because yeah. I'm obviously going to go back to some of their other stuff. Yeah. But. I know but there yeah, was some I, definitely I some, hate doing that. Yeah. It definitely had some standout stick. tracks, like, that are, you know, great for seeing them live. So that, I mean, you know. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's good. Sure. Okay. All right. So my 14th pick is Rhizomes of Insanity. Yeah. <laughs> Rhizomes of Insanity by Fractal Universe. Our, uh, that four piece oh. from uh, France. You had them on another yeah. list. Yeah, their first. This is their second album that they've had come out, and it's better than the fucking album that they released before this. Um, so Rhizomes are is a little bit darker, but it's still just as technical and just as beautiful. Uh, we should listen to uh, a clip of it.
I should have just kept playing it, right? <laughs> dude, that was really good. But yeah, it's fucked up, dude. They took a lot of shit that they've heard, I feel like. There's some we got horns and shit in this album. It's just they take you on musical journeys where it's not just fucking tech and it's not just prog, it's fucking music, but they just play it in a tone that we love and they scream. And then they sometimes use, you know, vocoders and shit to make their voices sound a little fucked up. That's new, I feel like, on this album. But mm. it's very, it's, it's done in such a tasteful manner that like half the time I'm like, holy shit, did that just happen? But then it switches so fast into, the, you know, the next section that I'm too busy bobbing my head to think about what the fuck just happened. <laughs> so... Yeah, I love it. It probably should be higher on my list, but I don't. There's just a lot of tech death that I got to get through. So, is, now, is it heavier towards the progressive or the tech, or just? It's both? definitely towards the progressive side because I can hear of, that you know the, the roller yeah. coasters and shit that they take you through. So it's definitely more progressive, but but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's much more progressive, but it's it's a beautiful album. I mean, the four piece from France. It sounds way bigger than, you know, they are. They sound way bigger than they are. I don't know how the fuck they do that. I don't know what the hell's going on in the background, but I'd love to see them come to the States. I don't know that they have been here, but yeah, it's a great album. I'm glad that you, so you guys liked what you yeah, heard? Yeah, dude, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, it's it's a great album. You never album. brought that up, did you, this year? I, I honestly, I've, I know it's been on a list and I've been wanting to, and I didn't know if I had a chance to talk about it or not on the cast. So. I thought yeah. he did, but maybe I was thinking last time, maybe. I yeah, yeah, I think I mean, it's the, the last time. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, I haven't shit. really had any albums like that this year. Like, trying to look at my like nothing. I don't really have any good progressive death metal that I've even listened to this year. So that uh, maybe yeah, I'll check it out. Okay, well, I'm sorry for not telling you sooner. <laughs> yeah, dude. <that's> <laughs> <a lot. laughs> All right, I guess back to Stan because I already did mine. Okay. Ah, uh, you guys are no no stranger to this one. <laughs> but let's just listen to it first, just because it's so fucking fun. <laughs> <laughs> Number 13. No, yeah, no stranger at all to that. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's some good shit. It is. I mean, it's just a fucking... <laughs> I was... I think it's Wait, the... what was that? That was Niall. Yeah, Niall. Wait Niall. a minute. What... Oh, I hit Shotty's number 13. <laughs> oh, my God. No, no that was... That That's why he's that so was. confused. <laughs> he's so confused if you listen to my 13. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, like you, you, know, you, guys are, you guys are no stranger to this. I'm like, what the fuck am I listening no. to? Yeah, <laughs> dude. Anyways, okay, Nile, hell yeah, yeah. yeah oh so, my god. I mean, I, it could have easily been higher on my list, but I think it's just like the time thing. It came out so late, and like it was kind of when I was already like thinking about it, end of the year list. So you know, yeah, I didn't give it yeah. the, my all. Yeah, but it's fuck, fucking good. It's actually one of my honorable mentions. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I really love this album. I don't know. I think it's, I don't know. I guess it was just, I I actually didn't go back to it enough to like give it the time it probably deserves. Like I listened to it a bunch right before that interview, really got into it, but I didn't go back to it again. Like I just needed more time. Honestly, I wish we would have like took another month until we did this. Because there's, yeah. there's a bunch of albums like that where I could have listened to it maybe a, another couple times and then it would have maybe been there. But 
It's a good fucking album, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great album. I'm glad you like gave it a chance, Dan. Yeah. Oh, no. Loved it. And you, did you ever, I know we talked about it, but did you ever do anything with their back catalog at all or no? Uh, well, among what's amongst the catacombs, I know that one. You know, yeah. I always knew that one. But uh, you, the day you said, I was like, oh, God, I got to do this. I got to go back and like just listen to, spend the time. And I have not, but they're probably like, they're probably first on my list to do this year when everything yeah. settles down. See, that was my problem. I listened to this one, got real into it, but then I went and just started li- I listened to like... So I through- hate these October, November picks <laughs> or releases. Like, I hate them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Especially when they're good, you want to like go back and study or like... You yeah, know, that's what I did. Time. And I got so into some of their earlier albums again. I was like, man, like, this is a good fucking band. And But yeah, you can't go wrong. If you, I mean, you can't go wrong with the new album if you've never even gave them a chance before. I mean, it's kind of one of their most accessible ones they've done, so... yeah. And it's kind of different for them, really, with the new members and all that shit. I know we talked about it already, but fresh sounding album for them, like yeah, yeah. It's it's not only like a fresh sound; it's just like um, see, because that's the thing is, even if you'd listen to their old shit, you'd still be like, oh, this is still Nile. So I don't know how right. Oh well, fresh, yeah, but yeah, okay. So that's, did, I, guess, I don't know. Okay. They just did it somehow fresh. I know you're holding back right now, so maybe we should just wait to come back to this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can hear it in his voice. Like, I know. I should I like, say it? Should I not? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, all well, right. I guess since you already listened to my 13, Stan, you should go ahead and listen to okay. that, and then we'll talk about <laughs> it in a second. So that was uh, interdimensional Stan, invocations. Are you okay? Was that too many you, notes yeah, per minute? Yeah, are you okay, Stan? Okay. So that was interdimensional invocations, and it was by a band called Hoth X O T H. Never heard of The song was Unseen Abductor. Uh, it's like a concept album about like space and getting fucked by space and aliens <laughs> and shit. And I just got real into the whole album. So like that was just like a little snippet of like. Yeah, it. But I, I really, really, really liked it. Um, it's tech death. It's in your face. It's fast. It's shredding. Um, but yeah, it really is. I don't know, like a, an episodic, I guess, um, mm-hmm. portrait that they, you know, kind of do from start to finish. Kind of sounded like the tech death. I don't like. Not to be yeah. a dick. 
I mean, I, I, I feel you. I mean, that that, that was clip a clip, was a little. Though, I don't in, know. That clip was a little in your face. There was um, a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on. I mean, I think that's the reason why I picked it up. It, I know. <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of something yeah. though that was like pulling me in though. I don't know though. It, well, because it, it kind of has like a little bit of like some you know black metalish yeah, yeah. to it with the but vocals. There's a specific band i don't know i couldn't i could tell you but well because i know and there's they sound like somebody too to me and i felt that the whole time i was listening to them and i still to this day can't figure out who it is <laughs> it sounds like a good pick if you want to get mind fucked yeah like, yeah and that's yeah. yeah pretty much when i listened to it i was mind fucked i was like holy shit and then yeah my question always is like okay so they can play a lot of, like it sounds technically proficient it do, do they write good songs like is there is it memorable you know Obviously, you put it there. Must be. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Is from I tried leaving it off the list and I couldn't because every time <laughs> that I would. So the way I kind of do the list is a little fucked up. I put all the songs that I'm thinking about in a pod, you know, in a you know playlist, and I just hit shuffle on them. And every time one of these fucking albums would or one of the songs from this album would come on, I could never hit next. That's yeah. when I would decide whether or not I take the album out. If I was always <laughs> nexting a song from the album, then I would just remove it from the fucking list and then not listen to it anymore. Right, right. But every time this shit came on, I was like, what the fuck is... Th oh, that's that hot CD. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, every time the song would come on, I'd be like, fuck yeah. And then I'd be like, oh, shit, it, that's that CD again. So, yeah, I couldn't not, not put it on it's the list. It's an interesting uh, way of doing your list. Yeah. I kind of yeah, I mean, like it, but like, I, dude, I, I went down from thirty albums to the fifteen that I have. That's like, I like it because I'm like, I'm all in. Like, I gotta listen to the album. Like, it, you right. know, it's time consuming though too. Like, <laughs> so I kind of like just shuffling songs. Like, but then when I get down to twenty albums, it just gets listened from start to finish. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. Because yeah, then okay. the album, yeah, just gets listened to. Yeah. So and then it, when it gets to the point where I don't want to listen to this album, then it's like okay, then it shouldn't be on the list then. Yeah. So. yeah. Right, who's who's we have a 13 uh, left stan do we no no oh, yeah, 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 yeah. oh jason 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 yeah yeah okay this one is another one uh you, i brought up before on the show i don't know if you guys ever actually gave it a chance or not but probably not yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh the band is called desecracy do you remember them i remember no. the name but i don't think i ever checked them out damn i was hoping at least stan maybe you would have i don't know so I think I described them last time as basically like a, I mean, it's like a Finnish bolt thrower. If you can kind of wrap your yeah, head around yeah, what that yeah. would be like. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it, it's very similar to that, like bolt thrower formula, but, but really different enough to make it its own thing. Cause it's got the Finnish weirdness, darkness to it. it the album was called Towards Nebulae. And that kind of gives you an idea. Like it sounds like that. Like it's, Sounds awesome. Like nebulous, is, if that's a way to describe it, if that makes sense. But it, what clip is it, dude? Come on. Yeah, let's <laughs> give it a shot. It, it, the grooves. Just listen to the fucking I'm grooves. I'm thinking like I fucked up now with the explanation that you're giving me. <laughs> we might have to redo this list. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to be into it, but it's... Um, okay, we'll see. Anything that sounds like nebulous <laughs> sounds cool, dude. I mean, I'm into space and shit. <laughs> <laughs> is it a crab nebula? What kind of nebula is it? What fucking play? What clip is it? Stop. I don't want to keep talking. Clip 
mean, did you hear those transitions? Yes, I, I was digging them. Those grooves into those brutal parts, I, like I, I was seriously ugh. digging them. So, the tempo changes. Don't you dare, Stan. Don't do it. What? Don't start <laughs> bitching. No, what I'm not bitching. Say, I'm not bitching. Okay, uh, it's it's cool, but there's just it's a, a one couple... man project. It's a one. Is man it project. really? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Talent. You got me on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I no, what were you going uh, It's just there's a couple like there's one band I'm thinking of that does this way better. Like who's that? Like it's like two mold. It's got like that finish like death metal. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Okay. One man. I take it back. I take that back. All like, one man, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's his whole. <laughs> it's his own vision. And I get the two mold thing a little bit. But if you listen to the whole album, I don't think you would even say that because it's okay. It's so much more simple than two mold and groove oriented and okay. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, two mold's cool. a little more uh, technical for sure. But either, the comparison is definitely there. I I could see it. Okay. But. One man. Okay. It's on my yeah, list. Yeah, dude. One I'm man. I'm a sucker for know. one man shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, it's impressive. Dude, like he's just so good at these fucking songwriting. Like he does it in a lot of these songs where it's just like transitioning between these like perfect grooves into like the brutal stuff or whatever. I mean, oh, in the production the that he puts too. on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty sure. Pretty sure. Yeah, I know he he did the production on it and everything, and I just love the way it's like. I know it's, I was talking about like vitriol and all that, like being not the like dirty or murky. This one is more murky, but it like really. When you listen to it, it adds to it. It gives it that like strange finish vibe. So, again, this one I actually had it really high up earlier in the year. I moved it a little bit, but I, yeah, it's a it's a high one for me. Nice, simple as shit. But if you like bolt thrower, you like finish shit, you might like this. All right, number twelve. Uh, no stranger to Jason. I don't know if Shadi listens to this shit, but okay, okay. let's just listen to it. Yeah. fucking good i'm back yeah that that was so fucking good i think i know what that is and and i think i fell in love with that album this year really what is that that the new spirit of drift yep yeah yeah fuck yeah i don't know oh so you uh, wow i didn't know i didn't know if you got into like yeah so i gave it a chance and listened to it and honestly when i'm going but i just pulled up itunes and i type in spirit of drift and it's not there so when I went to do my list, it wasn't in my library. Oh. So that's why it never got taken into consideration because I've had a lot of issues. Off that's why there's no the, errors if you lo- yeah. upload a songs on your iPod, iPhone. <laughs> you know, there's no errors. It's just there. <laughs> it's on one hard drive. I just have three of them, motherfucker, and I don't know where it's backed up to. So, but anyway, I loved that album. No yeah, joke. It's Go ahead, man. Stan. Talk about it. Talk about it. So this one took me a while to get into, though. I really had to kind of push. 
because mm-hmm. I think it was so different. Because I was just, I loved the last one. Like it, dude. I was I'm right my, there with you. And this one, I just had to push, push, and then when I finally did, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what album are we talking about, real quick? This tell is the, divided so, by darkness. Everybody? There we go. Okay. Yeah, I was the same way, dude. It was like it, it did take a few listens because it is a lot different than the last one. I wasn't expecting it at first, and then same thing. Like once it hit, it hit. I think that's why I liked it though off the bat was because it was so different. Mm. And I maybe because I hadn't listened to anything else before. So, I mean, yeah, like I was I, when we were listening to it, I was like, I like this, but I know that there's going to be clean singing. That was the like the one drawback, but it was done in such a way that I was like, fuck yeah, I love this. So, I don't know. It was I had no gripes with the album. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised. I, that's because I would never think that's something you like, Shotty. I seriously yeah. fucking loved it, man. I thought it was such a good album because it was like, um, it was a, it was refreshing and it was a change from all the other shit that I was listening to yeah. at the time. So that's why it was like, all right, awesome. I'll put this on to break up a lot of the monotony that I, you know, was listening to, and then I just go right back to it again. So I think it just fit at the perfect time with the shit that I was listening to. So yeah, yeah. This, I mean, the songwriting alone is just. It's such good, like everything about the music is so good. The vocals, there's times where I'm just like, uh, really? Okay, yeah. It w- wasn't my biggest, like, you know, it's probably like my, I wouldn't say a gripe. I don't want to be mean because it's good. But yeah. like the the music in this album just makes everything just perfect. Mm-hmm. It's just so I good. thought he stepped up, like his vocals, he stepped them up like so much compared Maybe to the last Maybe it's because it's different and I was used to, you know, I was looking yeah. for, it is different. So maybe he that's why. He did do a lot of different things. You're right. So, like but like I said, the music though, God. <laughs> I just awesome. wish you would have played like like another 30 seconds before that clip to like hear. I know. That, it was, you know what I mean? Because that song, Angels in Abyss, like that is like the song of the album, like. I will I will say all my clips I tried to tease a little bit like if you wanted more then just go listen to the albums like you yeah, know there you go Stan <laughs> I get that but that I just I, like the way because that's I know so you mean I, yeah. like when I when I heard that song that's when I was like whoa like what is he doing because before that I mean it's good it's a good album but like once you hear that it's like taking everything. He takes like the his normal more older you know like the older stuff of like the more doom oriented and then he marries it with like the really like traditional and like heavy metal classic heavy metal sound in a way that like nobody's doing that like that's what's so like special about it like to me it's mm-hmm. like it's taking this older stuff but like making it sound like nothing like older stuff you know like really obviously put- the sounded heavy as metal as hell right there but if you hear the part before it you're like. You would never expect that part. It, it shouldn't be there, but somehow exactly. he gets it in there. It's like, I don't know how he did it. I still don't know. Every time I hear it, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then awesome. the video they put out this year before that song. I mean, it's just like fucking Black Sabbath. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's yeah, so cool. Like, I don't know. They just did it perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Good pick. Yeah. Real good pick. Shoddy. Oh, my 13. Just listen to it first, I guess. 12, 12. 12, 12, my bad. Just listen to it first. More ear melting.
got really nice there. I don't. Yeah. I like that end a lot. It that was one gonna, got it, me. It intrigued me. I was a little bit blown off, you know, or, or it, I couldn't it, take the other power. Then that intrigued me a little bit more. Well, so that would have kept going for a little bit, and then it would have broken down a little bit more, gotten a little bit beautifuler, and then it would have built back up again. So <laughs> that was Ocean was the song. Uh, the album was Clockwork, and that was uh, by Inanimate Existence. Oh, really? Um, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, a like an Arden Era album. I like the. I think I like their last album. Yeah, the the last album was really good. I liked that one too. Um, this one, uh, you know, built off that momentum a little bit. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it was the closest thing that I was gonna get this year to an inferior release of original <laughs> content. So, it was one of the more you know, just straight fucking technical albums from start to finish. Hmm. So, they really didn't have a brake pedal much because uh, even in that little interlude section that you were about to hear there, they don't really slow it down much. They're just progressing through. But yeah, there's a lot of beautiful shit like that here and there. Um, but yeah, it's pretty balls to the wall. You're surprising me because you didn't bring up that much tech debt this year. No, I didn't not have, at all. I feel like I didn't have a chance to. <laughs> yeah. Like, because like, there's always like something. I mean, the list, I mean, so... Spoiler alert, we're done with Tech Death, so... Okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, it was... Those were just the albums that... I mean, I think those a lot of those albums came out in the beginning of the year, and there was just always something else that was coming up that either all of us were listening to right. or something that just fit the cast more. So, right, right. And I, I don't and know. And you're I brought in your New Horizons. You know? Well, yeah, I didn't want to be a broken record this year either. So, I mean, I still listened to it, but it, I wasn't going to come to every cast being like, oh, took that, So that's why I was, yeah, I tried yeah, to, you yeah. know, bring more shit What's wrong with bringing up the same genre every single cast? <laughs> well, it was... <laughs> I, I, mean, I guess it, that last year. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was New Year's resolutions to not do that, boys. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't remember. Was it? But, <laughs> uh, actually, never mind. I spoke too soon. There is one more tech death. Whoopsies. <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> I lied. Yeah. Well, I might check. Uh, I might check that one out just because I know I did like their last one. So. I actually did enjoy yeah. that a lot too. Yeah. Okay, there you go. There you boys go. All right, I think we're on to number eleven. Uh no, bros, I didn't get. To yeah, do I was going to oh, say, sorry, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, was, I thought that was a little quick. That's why I was like, who else? Yeah. Uh, another one I brought up before, but it's been a little while. This one is Wormwitch. Ooh, do you guys know him? I do. I want to listen oh, to you- it though. Yeah, I want to listen to it as well. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> did, did you, did, I've heard that clip before. So really, I feel like I have. I don't know if I played. I don't think I played that one on the last time. But I, it's it's hard to like get a clip that represents them totally because like there's a lot of variety in this album. Yeah, it's uh heaven that dwells within, and that one I just love the fucking heavy grooves and heavy parts into the like you know some of the more black metal parts. But this would probably have been like top five if we did half your list because it was the early one mm, okay uh, and okay. Then, i remember actually there was like two weeks of biking where this was like my biking album oh like, really i didn't yeah, know I that just, oh yeah and i just i fell in love with this album and then i just kind of forgot about it and yeah I listened it was to early it like on. a couple weeks ago and i still loved it but it wasn't like enough to go on my list yeah but yeah it's i a almost good forgot album. about it too yeah and then i was like oh shit because I, I loved it so much and then Went back and I was like, oh, this is just as good as before. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, it's black and thrash, basically, I guess, but yeah. goes all over the place. I mean, kind of like Skeleton Witch in a way, but more, maybe more groovy, a little more variety. Definitely more groove, not as like. Yeah. I don't know. Not as blackened, I guess. Yeah, something like that. I really love his, the vocal style because it's like that black metal rasp, but like very clear. Like mm-hmm. you can really understand everything he's saying. And Clean production, yes. Yeah, I really wanted the last album on my list, I remember at the time, but it was like a little bit more hit or miss, but this one is just like a perfect full album listen, front to back. And yeah, just like I said, a lot of variety on there, like that's what I would like about it. Good pick, stand yeah. by that. Alright, number 11. Is it me? Come on Stan, surprise us something, give us a surprise. Okay, I yeah, brought this one the- up, you guys probably didn't listen to me. Okay. Maybe you did, Jason, I hope you did. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I don't know what that was. So, this came out in January. It was at uh, Fester Day. Okay. I, I, I remember talk, you bringing that up. Yeah, like finished yeah. death metal. It's it's mm. like really gate creeper-ish, you know? Yeah, it's real dirty. Simple. No, not, I wouldn't say dirty, but like, well, it's got I that mean, sound. You know, yeah. the HM2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very simple riffs, but like, you know, 
very gatekeeperish, but it's just one of those albums that stuck all year long. I mean, it was pretty impressive, like for a January really? release. Released, uh, yeah, that's true. January fourth, actually. This. Oh wow, damn! Yeah. <laughs> right off the bat, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, if you can last from January, that's. I just loved it. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's very like great gate creeper. I mean, almost to the point might be. I wouldn't say I a rip off, but I didn't hear the gate creeper really? from that. Okay, I don't know. I well, mean they, the tone, yeah. I don't know. Is that it was that band that's been around? It was like they were there in like nineteen ninety or like late eighties, early nineties, oh. and then they broke up, came back. Yeah, really. Okay, I remember Stan talking about them. Yeah, for sure, I do. They Did s- you do they have other stuff available? Like, is it you ever check out their old shit or no? I have not actually. I just got really into this album. This is the first actually full length. They did like demos, like oh. Yeah. Then they like I forget the whole story of them. Go back to the episode that I talked about them. You you'll hear the whole story. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I maybe I should have listened to it. What's it, Fester Day? Fester Day. Oh yeah, they st- oh they started a symphonic black metal band. Then they went to something else. Like it was a whole bunch of shit. Like then they just uh, went back to the roots of death metal. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really good riffs though. I mean, just good songs. Like it's cool. What's the album called? Mm, I can't pronounce it. Um, Italian, Italian, Italian? No, it's not Italian. Italian. It's not though. (laughs) Uh, Hold on, I need to look. Hold on, I'm gonna type it to you guys. Oh, I see. Italian. Yeah, dude, Italian. I guess. Yeah, Italian. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't it be like Italian? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, something like that. All right, or whatever. Smarty pants. <laughs> yeah, uh, anyway. Italian. Uh, yeah, there you go. It's, I, you're, I, I'm, it's a hard eye with the, with that one. I, I forgot. All right. Uh, so okay, I promise the last tech death pick that I have um, is another artisan era release. This is I'm gonna butcher this. Demugers uh, is the name of the album, and it's. Ec- we pose. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But I have two clips that I want you to listen to real quick. There's 11 and then 11A. Wow. 11. Well, real quick, just go to 11 and then just Guess listen we're to like. we're going to be here all night, boys. <laughs> 11 highlights how beautiful the album can be at times because they throw these like, um, you know, flamingo, uh, Mediterranean, yeah. and somewhat Spanish elements into the guitar work. And then, but yeah, 11A is just more of what you would hear. So.
I think it's Equipoise Demiurgus. Yeah, Demiurgus. There you go. Okay. <laughs> that, no, okay, that was the Tech Death one that I liked the best. Ah, uh, okay, so, okay. Yeah. And really, there was enough variety in just that one heavy clip, dude. That was cool. That's true. I just really wanted to highlight, I mean, because they do throw that in a little bit to some of the solos and some of the other shit. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just really like that part, so I, I wanted to throw that in there. But yeah, the, uh, so Reincarnated really... was the little flamingo section, and then Sigil Insidious was the other part that I had highlighted. So I like the yeah, lighter it, section a lot. I did. The yeah, see, I was it's just, just sitting there like, oh, this is like nice, like you know. Well, yeah, so they it was so that what I played was it was an interlude, so it kind of broke up all the the monotony. But they do highlight that theme throughout the album, kind of here and there, subtly. Where are they from? So, ah, uh, fuck, good question. Oh, uh, dude, it's a super group. Uh, really? Pennsylvania. I'm just looking it up right now. Oh shit! Yeah, Phil Tugas is in this band. The dude from uh, yeah. So Cathillus, I knew that, I knew Steve was. I knew Steve the he the singer. He's the current singer of Inferi right now. So, okay. but I didn't know about any of this. The super groupness. That beyond you speak creation. Of. Beyond creation basis. Like I said, Phil from Cathillus and First Fragment. Some other dude from Fractured Dimension. Drums. X Hate Eternal. Damn. Yeah. So it's I gotta just, listen to this. Yeah, musically, it's a great album because the solos are beautiful. I mean, a lot of tech that sometimes you get lost in, but they do a really, really, really good job of being like, we're going to hit you in the face with some beautiful shit right now and let you breathe for a second after we just got done punching you. So, And it um, seemed like it was like, we're going to change it up real fast quite a bit yeah and that's that's the one thing too is they do change it up real fast quite a bit it doesn't really stop so even in those like little sections where shit like it's a little bit mellower this the train is still rolling behind you so yeah it's yeah i mean i loved it again i mean it came out early march or some shit and i haven't been able to put it down since that cover is so tech death (laughs) i know the cover when i first seen the cover i was like god damn it but then like the second you put it on it's like who gives a shit so yeah tech death is one of those ones are just like yeah we're gonna do like nothing new but like fuck you like (laughs) if you want to see a cover go look at the the hoth cover the interdimensional invocations that cover is fucked up Wait, hey, is it Tech Death as well, like cover or no? Oh, oh yeah, for 100%. Yeah, Hold on, yeah. I'll link it in the chat right now. Hey, that's a reminder. Uh, also, we got the end of the year awards show. Take a little break and tell you guys about that. We're going to have categories like album cover of the year. Oh, you yeah. Know, you know, stuff like that. So you guys got to check that out. Go over to Patreon. Patreon bonus episode. Yep. Actually, if I got to start bo- working on that. Yeah, just, just click, just click on that. Dude. I see it. That's fucked up. Oh, That's okay. super tech death. Made it right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a thing like where we have to guess the genre based on the album cover. Yeah. Oh my god. We should do that. <laughs> All right. All right. My eleven is a band. I don't think we brought up on the normal cast. Just on one of our bonus episodes on Patreon, but it is the band Fuming Mouth. Mm. And uh, for those who haven't heard them, I guess they are a, a newer band. This might be their first album, I think. It is. Debut. Yeah. Ooh, okay. And uh, they're kind of like a perfect mix of hardcore and death metal, man. Like, basically, if you took ki- or, you know, people who played hardcore and all of a sudden, you know, you gave them <laughs> Dismember and Entombed and shit, and they listened to that for a year and, like, told them to write an album, like, I feel like this is what you get.
Dude, did you get to the sick riff at the end? I know dropped this out album. During the, Shotty dropped out during the bass groove. Yeah, during the bass groove. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he was leading up to the sickest riff. Oh, I fucked up then. <laughs> doesn't matter, doesn't matter. It was okay. Yeah, it's okay. not for you. It's not for you. It's not for me. Yeah, I love this I'm album. <laughs> oh, that production on it, man. Oh, yep. my God. Classic. Classic fucking Kerpaloo, yep. dude. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounded really familiar, like I had heard that before. You'd think so. I'd be sick of it by now, but oh my God. Well, I hope you like it, because it might come <laughs> up again pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, this is my only um, hardcore pick on this list. Really? And, See, James? Uh, yeah. Sorry, James. Yeah. Ooh, that's... I had, um, okay. <laughs> just okay okay <laughs> i'm not gonna say the name of the other one because i have a feeling stan's gonna have it in here but yeah <laughs> i'll get to that one when we get there but there was at least one other one that would that could could have been here maybe should have been here um but other than those two i didn't really didn't have any other ones that i wanted in my list but um this one just made it dude i don't know just this was definitely the top of it for me like because it it's metal enough to like just, i guess it's probably what it is yeah the tone the the extra death metal aspect that's in there, that fucking energy, and like, it's just so good, man. I don't know, like the dude's vocals, like I don't know. That, that song was Burning Hand. I should say that the album was The Grand Descent, but no other hardcore album could uh, top it for me. So I just ended up going back to this one so much. Like I, I would put on some other ones. I'm like, this is good, but then I would just make me want to put this one on again. So mm-hmm. I think it's fucking fantastic, and I really want to see them live. I know they're coming through. I'm hoping to maybe get to that cover art, amazing. Yeah. So yeah, fucking awesome. All right, we are on to number 10. Number 10. Oh, yeah, just listen, because it's so good. You are teasing with these clips. <laughs> <laughs> I know, cut out in solos and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Stan, I'm gonna ask you to list the name and the album, and then to stand down, sir. <laughs> okay, that is uh, <laughs> wow. Okay, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, that is Krepsicle. I don't know, Krepsicle. Krepsicle. Oh, yeah, okay, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. You, we went you over can, this. Heavenly <laughs> skies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. Never mind. I got that confused with something for a second. Oh, okay. Never mind. Do not stand down. Okay. <laughs> edit, edit that out. Oh, no, because you, you were like talking about how you had this running a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why it's still running. Yeah, well, unfortunately, so yeah, it's such a beautiful album, but because I had it for like not that long, it didn't I know. make the I list. I brought it up it was, last episode. Yeah, and yeah. It, so I think I said it 
on there. I was like, probably won't make my list, but then... Yeah, I was just going to say. Dude, It's I, fucked. Dude, it's like everything I want, like I was looking mm-hmm. for. Like, <laughs> This was the Finnish melodic death metal, right? Yeah, but they're from or, California. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like... Right. Yeah, God, it's little, so weird. Little, what, uh, you know, American boys trying to yeah. do that. USA, USA, <laughs> yeah. USA. They just do it so well, like... Uh, it's... It's just like such a good fucking album. You're exactly right. Start it's, to finish, though, it's really good, Jason. Mm-hmm. If you were looking I don't know, for it just that, doesn't sound for me. No, I mean I like the clip. I don't know. I just finished Melodic Death Metal is just not my favorite thing. I think. I know, I'm sorry to disappoint you. I no no no. I get it. <laughs> but, I get it. If you're more a Swedish I, guy, I get it. Yeah, yeah yeah. I did not like it. It wasn't like I didn't. It was just I don't know. Didn't just didn't didn't, didn't hit my you know. What, what what didn't hit? I don't I don't understand it. Just something about the finished sound, man. It's like almost like it's almost too slightly folky or something. Or it does have the folk. It has the melody. It has. Yeah. Uh, it's not yeah. as hard as not as thrashy yeah. as a. That's it. Yeah, That's I get all. it. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's just not what I look for in my melodic. But it yeah. wasn't bad. It wasn't it's bad. So, I so like it's the a clip. little softer then, is what you're saying. I would use in the word way. intricate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's whatever you want to say. I'm, I'm fine with it. I love the fucking album. I thought it was great. So okay, well, I'm, I'm probably the idiot then. Yeah, uh, we'll go with that. <laughs> uh, we love you, but I don't. We can't agree with you here. So <laughs> I'm just being honest. What do you have? Me? Yeah, you. All right. So I have. Uh, it's not new to the cast by any means. It's uh, the Flesh God Apocalypse album, Venlo. Damn, I forgot about that one. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's... Uh, I, I mean, never really... Oh, I, did, I listened to it once, but... I mean, we can w- listen to the track. I have 10 if you want. Absinthe. Yeah, it's a good clip. Yeah, it's just something about that operatic shit. I just can't. I'm a sucker <laughs> for it. It's yeah. I don't I know. know. You I, love that band, right? I, dude, I love that band. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, I was a little skeptical because I didn't know if they were going to be able to reproduce that, and they got the new singer. So I was like, oh, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. But <clears throat> his range is even more dynamic than the guy that they had before. So this album, I mean, he's just you. I kind of highlighted it a little bit there with you know the range that he was having, where yeah. he was kind of going in and out between. It's almost like a a yelling, screaming. The talking. other guy did that too, right? I remember he did it too. Yeah. Yeah, but I just I don't know. I guess he did it. Don't get me wrong, and it was great. But I just I don't know if it's just the whole band just doing a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like especially there when he's you know 
screaming with the yells at the end there i just felt like those shrieks were just a little i don't know over the top in a good way like yeah, yeah, yeah. that we didn't no, get it on the last album so yeah i don't know i really loved it all the, the harmonics are there the fucking the sound is huge um the solars are beautiful yeah but was it better than king yeah uh yes See, and i only that's say my problem with it that's my I, problem with it. You don't think it was better than no. King? Did you I mean, listen only... to it from start to finish? Oh, yeah. I gave it a couple listens, actually. I, g- I gave it a chance. I wanted to, like, love it because I really did like King. <laughs> See, I only gave it the one listen, but, you know, at, at, during that listen, I liked it for sure. I just remember thinking I just liked See, the other one a little bit more. I remember but... going back and forth and trying to compare, and there were more solid songs i found on this album that i could listen to compared to king so i mean i completely agree with you guys king was kind of like the you know the album that put them on the map for me like Mm -hmm. i never went back and listened to labyrinth or anything before Mm -hmm. king so i don't know what the sound was like before that but i definitely think that this is you know a step in the right direction i mean it does sound a little bit darker it's not as like I mean, there's nothing on this album that's like The Fool on the last album with, you know, the light, airy, you know, right. piano where it's, I don't, you don't really hear those tones here that much, but I, I loved it. Is so. this one more, would you think this one's more heavier? The it other is. one's more that, like the reason, over the top. Maybe yep, that's why exact, I like the other one. Yeah. There's definitely way more metal in this album. Yeah compared to the over the top stuff mm-hmm. but when they do the over the top shit it is there like where you hear the, you know the, i guess the over the top shit is done more with the vocalist now not necessarily the okay. the operatic over the top shit that they did with or like the symphonic her and the symphonic or, you're, yeah yeah so maybe i guess or that's the classicals, why whatever, whatever all that i liked all that stuff though so and they still have that i guess i just didn't highlight that so mm. maybe i should go back to it maybe there's not enough Will time you? Enough. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Be honest. Don't don't fuck with the guy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> May I might one day. Like if I put King on, then I'm like, oh, let's go ahead and listen to that one. Yeah. I don't. I just. I don't know. Yeah. But whatever. All right. Mine. Um. Another one I've talked about, but this is another one that came out in January, and mm-hmm. this one came out. I bought it immediately. Came out on twenty bucks spin, and I said right then and there, I think on that oh, episode, I know what this thing's yeah. gonna be on the fucking list. And it stuck with me the whole year, man. Like I kept it in my car and I kept playing it. And it's the, it's ossuary, ossuarium. I want to listen to the
Yeah? Uh, yeah, I mean... A little slow for you? A little slow, yeah. It wasn't <laughs> bad, just a little slow. It's a little probably dirty, a little slow. <laughs> but it's not, yeah, it's not a shoddy pick, but uh, that song was it there was Blaze of Bodies. I like that one there because it kind of shows how they mix it up a lot because they mix the death and the doom quite a bit. Yeah. And, and they do both so well to me. You definitely taken the dirty death torch. <laughs> you didn't get the into dirty this one? death torch. No, I did not like. I didn't. There was nothing in this album I liked. I wow. I tried a couple times, you know. But wow, I'm surprised. I think the only reason. I mean, okay. Let me ask you this: If this came out last year, would it had a chance? I think it. Yeah, I think it still would have been See, on the list, man. To me, it was. I mean, just it would have had nothing. more competition, I guess, but. It was nothing special to me. Yeah, I mean, you're not the only one. I have not seen this that much. Like, it's... Yeah. I keep... I'm, like, surprised. I'm always like, where the... Why is nobody talking about this album? Like, maybe it's just me, but... Hey, I get it. I mean, there's, it got, there's albums that just click for us, Yeah, you know, personally. But. Right. Yeah, I, 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 it might be... I mean, I've seen it. It's gotten good reviews and stuff, but it didn't really see... I didn't see it on a lot of end-of-the-year lists, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I just think... I, lo- I don't hear a lot of... Um, this exactly i mean there's a lot of bands that do death doom but the way they mix in the little like finish aspects like the weirdness like if you know the band disembowelment mm-hmm. another like really strange doomy band like that part where it broke down and it got all kind of strange for a minute like that's that sound and they, they throw that in there in a lot of the songs break things up and i really like that weird factor kind of like spectral voice does same kind of thing but with more death metal here Nothing flashy. I mean, it's not complex, you know. It's just the old school shit. But I don't know. Good songwriting and uh, even like even some spots like it just adds even a little bit of emotion to it. And some of the like the leads, it like, catches you by surprise. Like a few little melodic moments. But I don't know. I think more people should give it a chance. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's just me. But no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Dirty death. That's uh, <laughs> dirty it's death. A, it's a easy. It's an easy hold to fall into. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm I'm not out of it yet. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, number nine. All right. My number nine. <clears throat> I want Shadi to listen to it again. Wonder what that was. <laughs> Alright, I'm back. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> wow. Harsh. Yeah. We just yeah. talked about it like two two spots ago. Fuming mouth. Oh, okay, okay. I had yeah. a feeling you were gonna put it on there. Yeah, I I, I want I thought it, hey, maybe I'm a little biased, but I thought I had a better clip than Jason. Um <laughs> 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 just showing that hardcore, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, was a break show their sound a little bit more, but yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, but, but the two clips together kind of show their both exactly. sides. Exactly. Uh, that's why I like it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Good pick. Not not a lot it, to say. I know Jason's got my back. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got more hardcore above it, huh? I do. It wasn't your favorite hardcore of the year. It was not. Hmm. Nope. Hmm. That's where you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe All right. See. I guess we're moving on. Yep. Shoddy? Shoddy. Oh, my number nine pick. Um, We talked about them a couple episodes ago, actually. Um, It's the new Abigail Williams CD, Walk Beyond the Dark. We've all heard it. Yeah, we've all heard it. Okay, so that's my number nine pick. Uh, I was going to play oh, yeah. you guys Into the Sleep. I guess uh, I was just slapped in the face when I heard this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Abigail Williams had this in them. I guess I didn't know Ken had this in him. But we, we talked about it not too long ago. That's why I feel like I'm in a, a loss of words yeah. here. I just really, really, really liked the album. And I still listen to it all the time. Man, it's really hard. I left this off my list. but Is it an honorable mention at least? It's an honorable mention. And honestly, okay. it, like, honestly, it probably should be on my list. I really fucking liked it. It's just, it was like what you guys were saying. Like, I, did, I didn't listen to it enough. It, it was like one of the only black metal picks this year that stood out. So okay. yeah, honestly, yeah. I mean, even for me, like I found one pure <laughs> black metal and one that's like halfway, and and that one was yeah. I mean that would have been the third one, and it, it really mm-hmm. it could have it could replace one of these on here for sure. I just maybe in time. I think it was a fucking great black metal album. And I don't know. I didn't see enough talk about. It. I don't know if that's just that same old fucking bias for Abigail Williams, just because of how they started. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's part of the reason why they made my list was because I was blown away when I listened to it. I was like, "Holy shit, this is not the same band that I thought that they were." Mm-hmm. So, if they can put out another album that's anywhere near this, then they really got something going for them. So, yeah. Well, it's got the oh, it's got like the beautiful parts to it. It's got the really raw, just yeah black metal parts that you want i mean it's a really good mix and it's a lot of variety in it too i mean yeah he like kind of outdid himself with this one he really did yeah i fucked up should have held some back so i (laughs) (laughs) i guess i might might as well just say it right now this is my number eight yeah i just dude that clip the clip you showed us fell in love with it yeah that this cd was like running for like two weeks straight like nothing else like (laughs) i love this album Start to finish. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Stan. Give me two more months. It might have been top five. Yeah, that's that's exactly how I feel about it. Like I, that's why I'm pissed. I didn't have it on there. Like I feel like it should be, but yeah, we we got you. It's okay. Yeah, honorable it's a mention nine album. eight. It's it's it carried well. 
Yep. And honestly, like so, I looked for a lot of black metal this year, and like I wasn't blown away by a lot of it, and this one finally like grabbed me. So, and I think it's it, hard. I, I, I'm with you. I wasn't looking for black metal, but I think like the the melody is what got mm-hmm. me. I was just yep. like, okay, this is perfect mix of melody and black. Like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it was for me too, man. It was just there was enough beauty there where I was like, holy shit, yep. and I just mm-hmm. wanted to keep listening to it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. perfect. I'm glad it's on both of yours. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was going to be on your shot. I wasn't sure about Stan. I know he's mentioned liking it, but all right. Well, uh, mine is uh, another one we talked about before. It's the one Thrash one on here. So sorry, guys, but I forget if you guys liked it or not, but it's enforced. I don't remember. Let's listen to it real quick. Okay. Yeah. Basically, kind of like a power trip sound. That's your closest comparison. So I know Shoddy not gonna like it. Yeah, Stan, probably not. Maybe you will just because it's not power trip. <laughs> but <laughs> crossover thrash. It was produced by the same guy who did power trip, which is Arthur Rizik, two mold power trip and all that. But it's different than power trip. I mean, it's got it's got a little more like Slayer vibes going on, and it's got a little more hardcore in there. I would say than like power trip has. But a lot of like Slayerisms and like some Chromags, that kind of thing. But it's a short burst of an album. Like it's like, I think it's 30 minutes, but it's just full like intensity the whole time. It's just like, it's the album I put on when like I hit the, I would hit the gym after work a lot of the time. And I just wanted to like get in and out. And I would just put this on and it's just such a fast paced album. It's just like, you know, it just gets you going like just how you would want it to. And it's nothing like necessarily standout special. It's just, Good. They just do what they do really well. Like really yeah. good fucking crossover thrash. There was a fuck. There was a couple other good ones this year that actually had some competition, but this was the ones for me. It was definitely the best thrash album of the year. Yeah, I I can't comment a lot on it because I I only listened to a couple songs after you played it the one time, and I actually did enjoy it a lot. Just okay. Just never got to it. It was one of those one of those albums. Yeah, I, I, I kind of knew it was good, and I just was putting it off, putting it off. You know, you know the story. Yeah, I know the story. All right, last one for the day. Number eight. Well, you guys just heard my number eight. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. I'm kind of excited about this number eight one. This is one you guys haven't heard yet. I've never talked about them. I thought about bringing it up on the last cast, and I was like, let's keep a little surprise. Okay. 
so, so this enough to skip shoddy. <laughs> well, it's okay. We can we can go out of order. <laughs> Let's, we'll go out of order. It's fine. No, it's I'm just okay. so excited. It's, it's to okay. do number He's so eight. excited. Let him get let him get it out. <laughs> yeah. What, what is it? What is it? All right. Well, they just play the clip first. That was a beautiful clip, sir. Stan, I don't, I don't know what. I don't know what it is. It was just a good clip. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So the band is called White Ward, uh, and the album's called Love Exchange Failure. And the track was Poisonous Flowers of Vengeance. <coughs> Basically, I mean, it's like a, it's you know, it's a post. I mean, kind of a black metal, post black metal, whatever you want to call all that shit this, these days. But dude, I, I don't know. It's got those fucking. Uh, crescendos and like half the songs where it just builds to some kind of a beautiful moment or like a standout moment and like almost every track and they restrain it like it's not always there but you know you'll have more of a hard hitting you know part to it and then all of a sudden it'll build to something like that and you're just you know i'll be driving along and all of a sudden i'm like holy shit like what is you know something that like it'll make you stop and listen in almost every track yeah it's fucking great i mean it's kind of hard to explain i mean I saw in some of the comments of it, it's kind of like, uh, you heard the saxophone in there, right? During that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of do this thing where it's, I don't know if you guys know like what a film noir is in a, in like movies. No. 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 Yeah, yeah. It's like the old like uh, crime kind of a whatever. It's, 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 they're going for that sound. It's kind of like an urban, like dark. Um, I guess if you don't know what that word is, it's kind of hard to explain. But Well, noir some, means black, so... Yeah, it, it's an older style of a film, like okay. over, kind of overly theatric <clears throat> and like kind of in this like dark kind of a way. Um, oh, I get what you're saying. That, that, that word, film noir, not just noir. I was like, yeah. motherfucker, I know what noir means. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, it's got its own sound to it. And they kind of take yeah, that okay. and mix it into this black metal sound. And it just like sounds like you're driving through like some kind of a city. Like they really capture a certain like vibe which i always really like when an album has a it can like kind of make you feel like you're somewhere or whatever like it makes you feel like you should be putting this on you know when you're driving through some kind of a city or whatever but, yeah yeah you know it's not the most uh extreme that's for sure but it just kind of was my album to put on like you know in the morning like if i hadn't had my coffee yet i'm drinking it as i'm driving to work or whatever it was like the perfect one to get going before i might put on something a little heavier mm-hmm 
Okay. But there's fucking saxophones in there quite a bit. And you know how I feel about saxophones. So <laughs> give me all of them. All right, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I like <clears throat> I'm surprised. I thought you guys were going to be like, eh, kind of. No, I mean, I don't, I'll be honest. I don't know that I would listen to it by myself, but I really, really enjoyed the clip that you, you gave us. So it's worth a listen just to see, cause it really is. I guess, let me rephrase that. I don't think that I would listen to it multiple times. I would probably give it one, one time through, but th- that I need more. It sounds yeah. like it'd be too slow for a whole album, but <sighs> yeah. I don't it's, know. It, 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 it's kind I'm of relaxing enough in a way. to try it out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So yeah, just listen to my clip eight first, and then we'll talk about it. I just okay. think I did a good job with this. Perfect one. clip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there you go. Let's hear this. Nice. All right, boys. That was a simulacrum. That uh, hideous divinity's new album that came oh. out this year. Yeah, that was Seed of Future Horror. Um, that's probably about as melodic as it gets with the little solo with the vocal <laughs> interruption there. That's probably the most solo that you're gonna get, and that's probably the only time that you're gonna get to breathe. <laughs> the album's still been kicking me in the balls every time I listen to it, and I think that's why I love it so much. It's one of the harder albums that we've had come out this year, and there's really only been a handful of them. So I know we just talked about it not too long ago, so I don't want to beat the dead horse. Uh, I mean, did you guys listen to this at all? I No, but no. those vocals, dude, I said it last time, and again, like dude, his vocals are so badass. I know. like it, he's seri- Like, first of all, it's... On a production wise, like I kind of had to turn it down a little bit on the clip that I made because it's just so fucking loud. Like, I don't know what the hell that they did, but it's not loud in a bad way. Like, it's just very clear. Yeah, it's got that big, clean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, they're fucked up. I don't know how they get that sound. Yeah, it really is just. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's hard to They're pretty music, technical, so too, really. I mean. They are because they're really jumping around a lot and they kind of switch it up on you, but you don't really get a chance to think about what the fuck just happened because yeah. it's moving so quickly. That's the kind of thrash, though, that. Or, I'm sorry, I was going to say the tech, technical death I like because it does have a lot of, like, thrash in there and more on the death metal side, but they're pretty technical and fast at the same Dude, time. Yeah, that was I, more brutal to record, than anything. But, well, that's the thing. I, right, I, it's, right. it's technical, but it's definitely, it's more brutal, but it's, it's, I still say it's technical though, because I can't just headbang the entire time to it. Yeah, yeah. Like you still need to know where the changes are uh-huh. because they are still fucking around with shit all the time. So like that's, but yeah, it's, it's some of the most brutal shit that I've heard all year long. So, I mean, uh, there's a couple albums on here that are a little bit more brutal on my list I'm saying, so I don't want to, you know, fuck anything else up, but yeah, it's definitely fucked. So 
in the best way possible. That's the yeah. most endearing term that I can give on this podcast is that something is <laughs> fucked. So, um, yeah. but yeah, that's my number eight pick. Nice. Well, boys. Yeah, I think we'll go ahead and call it there. And then we got the interview with... Carl Sanders, boys, from Nile. Legend. It was a good interview. Legend. He's kind of a funny dude. <laughs> yeah, legend. <laughs> yeah, dude. He was cool. He was a real nice guy. I, oh my. He also loved the name of our podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Again, I'll be fast-forwarding through our list just to listen to him. So. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what we all talked about because I haven't edited it up yet, but I just know it was a good conversation. Yeah, listeners know that this motherfucker hoards the interviews and I don't get to <laughs> yeah. listen to this shit until it goes live with the rest of you guys. So yeah. when he does it, I don't, it's, he's not like, hey, listen to this. Nope. It's, <laughs> I don't get it anymore. It's just, I got to wait like everybody else. Yeah. So. That's the way it goes. Yeah. So until then, yep. you have to wait. Big cliffhanger. Yeah. Until then, I'm staying I'm the man. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm Evil J. You guys stay metal. Carl, how's it going, man? Hey, doing fine. Who am I talking to? This is Jason from Into the Combine podcast. Into the Combine? Yeah. Like, you know, the combine that, like, threshes wheat? Yes, that that's combine? right. Yeah. The oh, man, that's a great name for a fucking... <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, we live out uh, surrounded by farms and stuff, and so we thought it was appropriate. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so, uh, I know you're calling in from on the road. Where are you guys tonight? Uh, we're in... California. Okay, cool. How long into the tour are you guys? Oh, it's a six-week tour, and I think we're almost on four weeks. Four weeks. Okay, cool. So it's with um, uh, Hate Eternal and then Vitriol, correct? No, that was the tour we did in Europe. Uh, right now we're on tour in America with Terrorizer. Oh, I'm, I'm behind. Okay, okay. Very yeah, cool. man, you got to get out from in front of that combine <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> 
turn on CNN. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Um, well, anyways, the album, man. You, you guys put out the new album just recently. Buy all yep. my lot of rights. Yep. We were just talking about it on our last episode, and uh, me and my buddy, the other host on there, and we were raving about it, man. I mean, I, I've been listening to Nile for a long time, you know, but um, I, at some point I kind of fell off for a minute and, and hadn't checked out anything for a while. And all of a sudden, this one I decided to give a listen to it. It's, it really blew me away, man. Well, I'm glad you decided to give it a listen. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it made me go back too. And I, I was kind of kicking myself listening to some of the older stuff too and realizing how, how great all that was as well. But something was... um. I don't know. This one just sounded really, really fresh. It had its own thing to it. We, we were kind of trying to describe it kind of like uh, just a breath of fresh air. And we both thought that was just really cool for a band that's been around for as long as you have. And so we were kind of wondering, yeah, where, wh- how, why do you think that is? Why does it sound so fresh, invigorated, you know, however you want to say it? Uh, well, that's, you know, more or less the mood of the band uh, lately. Um, in fact, our drummer, George Coleus calls us the Febreze Brothers because it feels so fresh. <laughs> That's cool. Well, I mean, I know you've got some new members in the band and everything. Is it just the working environment of the band now, or is it just the, where you guys are at that uh, you guys are feeling so good? Well, you know, it's some of each. Uh, certainly having a renewed working environment is, is conducive to, you know, not wanting to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> We're just, you know, honestly thankful to be alive and playing metal, and life is good. So, okay, I had some questions about the new members, and when you guys had the member change, how long did it take to find the new members that are in the band now? It did not take long at all, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we knew the guy we wanted, and uh, it did not take long at all to get him worked in and into the mix. Was it a, was it something that was uh, difficult for you to? I mean, I know Nile is your kind of is your baby. You've been the face of Nile and the, the 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 man behind the band for a long time. How was it having someone new come into the band and actually do you know writing? And I would imagine there has to be a level of trust that has to be built up for something like that to happen. Uh, there is, but I had done my homework on this guy, um, so I knew what he was all about. So I had a reasonable, you know, assurance of what he would most likely do, you know, when you put him into the mix, you know, and uh, it turns out a lot of his underlying influences are a lot of common ground between us. Um, for instance, we both love the Beatles. Hmm. Um, Richie Blackmore is another common uh, interest. All his work with Deep Purple, Rainbow. And, uh, you know, several other things. So, you know, we kind of, you know, see things very similarly. So I, I didn't have, like, a problem extending the trust to him because I, I already knew basically, you know, what he was going to do with it. And, of course, he did the right thing and actually excelled, uh, exceeded the expectations. How does uh, you know, something like having a shared interest with the Beatles, how, how does that kind of come across for you guys is uh, is it a matter of how you guys are constructing the songs or the, the level of songwriting because this album does have a to me it's a little bit more penetrable whereas in the past some of those albums took a few more listens to really get into where this one comes across you know a little quicker you know you're exactly right about that the uh the songwriting lessons of the beatles uh, are something that uh both 
Brian and I have a, a great respect for. You know, even if you're playing fast, brutal, you know, complex death metal, songwriting principles still apply. And I wanted to make sure this time around that nothing was going to get in the way of the listener getting what we were doing. In other words, you got to build a bridge. You know, if you're going to do something tricky, you've got to make some sort of bridge so that people have a way to get to it, right? I mean, you can't, you can have Treasure Island, but <laughs> unless, you know, you've got a bridge or a boat or a plane or something, you know, it doesn't matter. People have to be able to get there. What are some of the techniques that you use for that to happen? <laughs> oh, is this songwriting college now? <laughs> well, you I'm did such a good job of it. Here. I'm not getting paid to give away songwriting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of the things I picked up on were just the variety in some of the songs. I mean, like in uh, Seven Horns of War, one of my favorite ones on there. I mean, you got, you've got the speed, you've got the technicality in there, but then you get the breaks and you get the buildups and uh, it, it makes it to where, to me, you can digest it. You have all the speed, but then all of a sudden you get the come down and the build back up and it just has that epic feel. And, you know, I guess that's, that's some of the things that I pulled from it. Well, yeah, uh, the variety, making it accessible for the listener, the tension and release factors. Like you're going to wind somebody up with a string of nines and elevens at 280 BPM, then what you need is somewhere very close proximity to have something in 4-4 where people can actually get it so that they have somewhere to stand on, like a basis, you know, to, to have solid footing so that while you're doing this other trickery, people still have a solid grasp and understanding of, oh, okay, I get what this means because you establish the the firm footing, uh, you know, very easily for them. Yeah, no, 100%. I feel like you guys did that really well on this one. I mean, how much were you guys together writing this one, like in the same room or sharing ideas over the phone, or how did that kind of happen? Uh, both. Uh, Brian doesn't live very far from me, so we got together quite a lot and traded guitar ideas, and, you know, shared files and projects back and forth. You know, there, was, there was a lot of back and forth with these songs. What about George? I, I talked to him uh, a couple of years ago when he was doing his his last solo album. You know, so obviously he can write songs and and play and all of that. Does he get involved quite a bit with the writing as well, or you know, where does he fit in with that? Um, well, it's a wonderful process that uh, is delightfully destructive. I think um, usually I'll, I'll work out a song demo and. Uh, you know, I'll work it all the way through, and, and you know, it's got everything. It's got guitar, bass, vocals, drums, you know, all the other stuff that's important to that song. And, and I make a demo, and then I send it to George, and then, like, he, like, adds his ideas or, you know, changes things around, you know, to work in some of his, you know, whatever he thinks he wants to do. And sometimes that takes the song right away to a great place, and then sometimes it's like, wait a minute. Are we even playing the same song? We've got to get together <laughs> on the same page here. Yeah. But I found on this record that George and I were able to to make the communications, you know, so that we were able to develop the song further, you know, incorporating his ideas, you know, with a, a sort of a flexibility going back and forth and a, and a cooperation, a collaboration. 
Yeah. Some of the songs went back and forth like eight or nine times. Wow. And I think that's a, a great benefit this time to making those songs connect with the listeners because we took that extra time to, uh, you know, to work it out, to, you know, the extra effort to, to make the songs come across the way they're intended to. Is it ever hard for you? Like, um, I, I would imagine for me, being in a band and, and trying to share ideas like that and maybe have someone ch- changing you know my idea or having to tell someone you know what I'm not really too into that is that something that comes easy for you or is there you know a level of I don't want to say ego or or, or whatever but uh, it, can, it can be hard to you know hear the criticism of someone else in your band or, or criticize someone else well of course it is it's where uh, I think brotherhood and trust comes in uh, and really plays an important factor you've got to be able to trust that your bandmate is being genuine with you and is genuinely trying to help the song instead of just, you know, advancing their own agenda. Mm-hmm. But it was very easy to tell this time around. Everybody that was working on this record was on the same page, which is, uh, you know, it's a miracle. But it really is so essential to reaching the full potential of the material. If you got people working against each other, or you got a few guys in the mix that have their own agenda, it, the material is going to suffer one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, it sounds like that. It sounds rejuvenated and fresh. So, I mean, it makes sense that that's what happened when you guys were writing it. I mean, I know so it was about four four years, I think, since the last album came out. Were you guys just spending a lot of time on it? Or, you know, what was the? how long did it take to actually get it out? Well, we, we toured. The preceding record, What Should Not Be on Earth, for a solid two and a half years before we started even thinking about this record. And I'm glad we waited because we had the new guys. And I think them going out on tour and playing the older songs, you know, really provided them a a basis for really having a solid grasp about what we're trying to do with, you know, Niles music. Yeah, that makes sense. Did they have, did they have to do a lot of research to the back catalog? And I would think joining uh, they a band sure like did. this, they sure did. And, and I got to commend Brian Kingsland in, in particular. Brian went back and and watched all the live versions of all the songs, like not just the most recent ones, but like going back ten and fifteen years to see how the song you know evolved as different members played it. Wow. So he really knew these songs, you know, from, you know, a really nice vantage point of having seen other people before him play them, as well as having the records to refer to. You know, I, I think that right there, not only did it help him, but it it really showed the rest of us that we could believe in him, that we knew, you know, he cared about, you know, what now was all about. Yeah, and almost like we were talking about with the trust factor that I'm sure that helped to... uh to trust him and know that he was going to fit in like you wanted him to. Yep, absolutely. With the four years thing, I was just thinking, I mean, when you're kind of in between albums like that, and it's been a little while like that, do you start getting a little bit anxious? Because, you know, we get, nowadays, you've got albums coming out and people kind of forget about an album or a band, you know, a week later after it's been released, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Do you ever feel yeah. that need to get get an album out there to just get back into the eyes of the metal community? Absolutely. Yeah, we could feel that pressure on our necks. But we wanted this album to be done right. You know, people had already been waiting on it already. So we let it take as long as it actually needed to take. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, 
you know, I, I think that also does something else too. There's a certain confidence that you get when you know you've tried everything that you possibly can to make it the best record you possibly can. There's a certain confidence that comes from that. And it was, has done wonders for my sanity this time around. <laughs> what about the, um, I had heard you went to Egypt before this album came out. What, did you do much research while you were there? And how much did that play into the actual album and the contents of it? Uh, we did do a lot of like going out to different archaeological sites and historical places, um, visiting you know pyramids and going out to Saqqara. Going to different temples, we went to the Serapium, and uh, we went to Abuzir. I mean, there's there's so much to, to see there. We, you know, I couldn't possibly see it all in two weeks. But the stuff that we did see was quite inspirational and really gave me, like, kind of a direction to go in as far as what I wanted it to capture. I wanted, you know, to capture that, that despairing, crumbling desolation that I felt when I was standing out on the Saqqara, you know, mm. looking at the broken and crumbling pyramids and just captured that feeling right there. Hmm. What, what do you mean by the despair? Well, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Abu Zir, but there's like three pyramids there that are like in such incredible disrepair. Uh, okay. And there's a ruined temple there as well, but there's a definite spiritual vibe that's still like really strong there. Um, mm. And, you know, it's, it's difficult to put in words, but actually capturing that sort of feeling musically, you know, it's one of those intangible things. It's hard to put in tangible words, but the only way you're going to express it is to buy, you know, to find the music that will create that vibe you know, in the mind of the listener. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, did you, when you were there at all, you know, I got a little bit into some of the research, I'm sorry, some of the Egyptian topics and the pyramid topics after, you know, uh, some of those Joe Rogan podcasts talking about some of the ancient civilizations and, you know, the different timelines for human civilization and, th and those kind of theories. Are you aware of all that? Um, I'm aware of some of it. I, I definitely would take the side that says all of our history is completely wrong. Egyptologists, archaeologists, they've got it wrong, right? Uh, the established timeline of history, I think, is really, really wrong. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, especially when you look at the pyramids and that sort of thing. I mean, it makes a lot more sense than aliens, you know, at least for me. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I think we're the aliens. You know, that's, that's why, you know, you can't find, you know, these aliens that you know had to be there. It's because... It's us. I think, you know, the Earth has probably advanced several times far enough in civilization where we've already wiped ourselves out a few times. So these ancient aliens that, you know, we got TV programs about, I think it's us. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it makes a lot of sense. That's that's kind of where I'm, I'm at with it. I mean, it's kind of weird to think that we, it's only been us so far, really, when, you, you know, there had almost had to be. A time where, if we're, I mean, we're getting pretty close right now to probably wiping ourselves out. So I'm sure it's happened in the past and it'll probably happen again. Yeah, it's uh, another one of the themes that's really prevalent on this record is the dread of a doomed civilization that kind of knows the end is near. <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys always have 
a cinematic quality with your albums. Um, I know you're talking about a lot of the influences here and, and some of the real world stuff that's kind of influenced it and goes into it. What about, is there is there much influence that seeps in from movies or TV shows or anything like that at all? Absolutely. I'm, I'm a big fan of movie soundtracks. Um, and I think of Nile is more or less like a metal soundtrack to some mm-hmm. unknown movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's kind of what I like about it. You li- you can listen to it, and if you're not doing anything else, you can really kind of you get transported to another place, and you kind of can gives that full vibe, which is really what I love about it. Uh, right on. I, I think when you you close your eyes, you can actually see the movie uh, developing in your head. Do you have any favorite pieces of like Egyptian culture movies, anything like that? Uh, there's so much that I love of it that picking a favorite would probably be pretty tough. But uh, yeah, favorite. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to think of something a, a really good Egyptian movie, and I'm, you know, I'm not thinking of something right now. I'm sure there's, some, I'm sure there's some out there. You know, I'm thinking of like the Mummy or something like that, which is not, uh, <laughs> is not one I would want to use for my influence. Uh, no, no, of course not. <laughs> Hollywood movies, you know, come on. Yeah. Well, with the um, the lyrics, and you know, you obviously put a lot of great detail, you know, a lot of energy into them. What, uh, when, when you were kind of forming the band and all that, you know, when did you know you wanted to do that, to give that level of detail and energy into it? Was there other bands that you had seen that were doing that or did that come from you, you know, reading books or that sort of thing? I think it really came from, you know, there was a pivotal moment, uh, early on with Nile. I think we'd been a band for only a couple months under the name Nile. And, uh, one morning I woke up, I was looking in the mirror and I said to myself, if I were a listener listening to a band called Nile, what would I expect to hear? What would I want to hear from a band called Nile? And it was, a, to me, a really profound question. Uh, and the answer to that question is really embodied in the first three Nile albums. Was that something you paid attention to a lot when you were listening to albums, was the lyrics? No, not really. I mean, I could care less. You know? <laughs> uh until it came time where, you know, it was put into my lap. Hmm. Okay, somebody's supposed to write these fucking songs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't going to be Pete. It wasn't going to be Chief. Right. Uh, and that fell on me. So I was scratched my head and went, well, if I'm supposed to do this, I'm supposed to, you know, at least do a half-assed job of it. <laughs> I better start doing a little bit of research. I better, you know, do something because, yeah. you know can't just jump head in without any help here so that led to a lot of you know a lot of research i was going to greenville tech at the time and their library was online so you could look at all the college books from every other university in the country as well so that was extremely helpful and the more i started like you know researching like different topics to write you know these early nile songs about the more i became interested in it uh, it like became uh, a self-feeding, self-sustaining kind of, you know, monster that was growing exponentially. And then you do you still do that level of research? Are you still pulling out the books and that sort of thing? Absolutely. Uh, when it's songwriting time, that's that's what I do. I just pull out the books and just see what there is. Um, yeah, because I don't know. I, I never know until it's time to write the record exactly you know what these songs are going to be i yeah. don't have you ever considered doing a, an actual like concept album uh, i think the you know, Nile is like a concept band right mm-hmm. i mean our albums if you stack them all up 
they you know they make an entire concept discography. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, okay, last one. I, w- I, I think I'm going to probably end this on uh, playing a little clip of Snake Pit Mating Frenzy. What? I love that title. What What is that one about? Where does that come from? <laughs> well, that's a pretty good story. Um, you know, I'd always loved the scene in uh, Indiana Jones, uh, <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark, where he falls into the pit of snakes, Yeah. right? And so I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, let's – Let's write a song about, you know, you know, something like that. Right. So I started, you know, looking up all kind of stuff about, you know, the snake pit in the movie and whatnot. And there was just like nothing there. It was, it was completely horrible, disappointing. It was another failure. <laughs> so I was like, all right, shit. I've got to look somewhere else. So then I accidentally stumbled on this uh, video about the narcissist snake pits in Canada where every year there's like 75,000, 80,000 of these snakes come together uh, and, you know, twist themselves up into mating balls where like a hundred male snakes will like try to mate with one female. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And they do all this insane fucking shit. The level of competition, you know, for these guys to successfully mate is just insane. And it started reminding me, of the the gender imbalance that you see like at a metal show in the pit. Like it's ninety eight percent dudes. Right? Yeah. So with all this twisting and turning and you know crashing in each other and doing all this nutty stuff that people do when they're in the mosh pit, I was like, you know, this is like an incredible like comparison here. And once you see it in your mind, you can't unsee it. So that's that's really what led to, you know, the horrible birthing of this song. <laughs> that is awesome, though. Going from the Indiana Jones to a real world, actual topic like that. That's 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 cool. <laughs> so it pays <laughs> to watch movies. It, yeah, it, and there you go. There's an example right there of the cinematic uh, influence in the, your your album. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carl. Well, man, I uh, I appreciate it, and. Uh, like I said, love the album. I hope everybody, all of our listeners, go out and check it out and uh, check you guys out on the road. Well, thank you so much, sir. It's been great talking with you. 